All right, on today's Triangle Sports Take, we got some uh, college football season kind of wrapping up. College basketball season has gotten underway and is getting going, and then our usual segments. So we will start off as we usually do with quotes with Cody. Hey guys, so uh, as most of you are probably aware, it's Jimmy V Week, um, cancer awareness and everything. So I thought it would be appropriate for my quote this week to actually come from Jim Valvano. Um, the quote I picked is, never give up, failure and rejection are only the first step to succeeding. Um, you know, just a quick little thing, it's a good quote, you know, a lot of people, they fail at something and that's the end of it, and uh, you know, they may never try it again, but you know, everybody gets knocked down and fails, it's just how you get back up and try again, but uh kind of finds who you are so don't get down if things aren't going well but keep your head up keep driving forward and success is uh on the way just you know nothing that comes easy is necessarily worth having most things that uh you accomplish in life that you're proud of include a lot of failures along the way so just a good quote from Jimmy V thought it'd be appropriate this week to pull one of his out. All right, so we're going to start off uh, talking about a little bit of college basketball since that's kind of gotten underway and the season's getting going a little bit. Um, Cody, how about you start us off, you know, just say a little something about NC State. I know they got one of their games canceled the other day, I think. Yep, yep. Um, been a reasonably good start to the year. We haven't really played any tough competition yet. Our game against UConn got canceled because of uh, covid no surprise there, but, um, you know, we look pretty good to start the year so far. Um, hard to really say for certain with the competition we played, how we'll stack up against some top teams, um, especially once we start playing ACC teams. But um, excited for this year, hoping that we'll be a good, strong year, make it into the uh, NCAA tournament, maybe have a run there. Um, Devin Daniels has looked look good scoring the ball. Um, a couple of our Freshman. Haven't really seen a whole lot of output from Thunderbird yet, which I was really expecting a lot from him this year. Um, I actually think he came off the bench last game that we played. So, a little bit surprising, but um, I definitely think we'll get an uptick from him as the season goes on. Um, and hopefully, have a really strong year. Also, just want to give a quick shout out to our women's team that actually knocked off number one South Carolina. Um, super impressive win for the women's team. So just wanted to throw that in as well. Uh, Mitchell, you got anything on Duke? Uh, we can't hear you. We're having some technical difficulties. Mitchell, oh, wait. I was on. You don't hear me now? <laughs> yeah. There we go. 2020 problems. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I think this is going to be an interesting year for Duke basketball. Um, they really they don't really have a go-to guy. Um, you know, I've, after the first game of this season, I thought, like, Jalen Johnson's that guy. Um, and then after the MSU game, I kind of realized that he's probably going to be one of those guys where, um, at least at the start of the season, where, you know, his confidence kind of comes and goes. I feel like he attacked really well in Duke's first game of the season. Um, but then against Michigan State, he just kind of didn't really, I don't know, he just didn't, he didn't show the type of aggression with his offense that he needs to show. Um, for this new team, he's—I mean—he's one of the top two players on the team, I and mean, I think—I think he could be a 
you know, a first-team All-ACC guy if he shows up and does what he can do. But I just, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can see that coming from him. I mean, I, I hope he gets more aggressive and actually starts to look for his shot. He's a little bit too passive. Um, but that that's one issue. Um, and then I think uh, Duke's going to have to have some other guys step up. Like, Matthew Hurt did really well um, in Duke's last game. I think he had a bunch of three-pointers, but... You know, you can't you can't win the game off three pointers. You got to have inside play. Um, Breakfield, he kind of he's starting to show up a little bit for Duke too. Um, but I don't know. I mean, these these younger guys are really going to have to start um, taking on some of the scoring responsibility, or Duke's going to have one of those uh, struggle to stay in the top twenty five kind of seasons. So we'll see what happens. They play uh, Iowa tonight, actually. You know, Illinois tonight. Um, uh, so that would be a tough competition, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, recording this on, what's today, December 8th, I think. So actually uh, right now Carolina is playing Iowa um, the Big Ten Challenge, and Iowa's number three in the country, so I know they're having a tough time with them right now early on. But yeah, as far as Carolina goes, they had their first game against College of Charleston, pretty easy win, as you would expect. Um, then they played in the... Maui Invitational, which was actually in Asheville because of COVID this year, so that kind of sucked. The team didn't get to go to uh, Maui. Then, you know, no disrespect to Asheville, but they had to go there instead. Um, but there they, uh, they beat UNLV pretty easily. Then they took on Stanford. That was a pretty close game throughout, but Carolina was able to pull that one off. Uh, so they started the season off 3-0. and And then in the championship game, um, in the Maui Asheville Invitational, they took on Texas, and I don't know why, but Texas is like Carolina basketball's kryptonite. Like no matter what, we just cannot beat them. It seems like you know so many teams over the years have played Texas, and Texas just always wins a close one. They did that again. Oh, Cody's peace out. Everyone say bye to Cody. Oh, he's leaving. Um, yeah. Anyways, what I was saying was you know. They played Texas. Texas actually beat them on a last-second shot, so that was, you know, I wasn't really frustrated with how the team played. It was just more frustrating that, hey, we lost to Texas once again. Um, you know, it's always a little bit uh, annoying when you lose to the same team over and over and over again. But, you know, maybe someday we'll play them again and we'll actually beat them. But, uh, you know, I wasn't too worried about how they played in that game. I mean, Texas is ranked and supposed to be pretty good, and they still took them down to the last shot. I was hoping they would have won, but... You know, sometimes you lose games like that. Um, and then, yeah, right now they're actually playing Iowa. Last I checked, I don't have the game on in here, but last I checked they were down. I'm about to go watch the second half of that once we get this episode wrapped up. Um, I don't know. It'll be an interesting year for Carolina coming off, like, maybe the worst year they've ever had last year. They've got a lot of young talent this year, which I think is going to be good, but they're also probably going to, have some growing pains early on in the year like a lot of young teams do. Really, I think the key to how Carolina is going to play this year is how their guards are. Um, they're two, they start two freshman guards, which is really, really rare for uh, a Roy Williams coach team to do. But they have um, R.J. Davis and Caleb Love as the two starting guards. And anyone knows in a Roy Williams offense you got to have a good starting point guard to um, score a lot of points like he likes to do so uh, they both kind of shared the point guard responsibility and they've looked good at times but also they've had some uh, kind of had some dumb turnovers at times so I think if they can just cut down on the bad turnovers uh, they can get it going pretty well but 
I don't know. It'll be an interesting year. They're ranked 16th right now. I feel like they have a lot of motivation as bad as last year went. Um, I feel like Garrison Brooks will probably have a pretty big year. He's got some high expectations, but I don't know. I think this should be a year where we should stay in the top 25. I, I doubt we'll be in like the top five or anything like that. I don't think we're that good, but I think we've got a pretty solid team, and it'll be interesting to see how things play out. All right, so we'll go ahead and move into questions with Carson. Um, so for this week, my question is, what were electric eels called before electricity was invented? You got any thoughts on that, Mitchell? I mean, it's, it's a valid question. You know, yeah, that, that is a good question. Um, electric eels before electricity. I mean, I guess they would have just been eels, right? I mean, I guess so. I guess that's what people called them. And I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> The, the, those things, I guess they like what they sting or they bite and they send like an electric shock or something. I feel like that would be really painful. Yeah, I think it's something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe after electricity was invented, someone got like stung by an electric eel and it sent a shock through them. And I don't know. I guess maybe that's how they got their name. All right, so we're gonna wrap things up uh, with a little bit of college football talk. That season is winding down a little bit. I think we got one more week in the regular season and then we got the conference championships and everything after that um do want to go ahead and mention me cody and mitchell have had our uh predictions each week if you follow us on twitter and instagram you've seen our predictions every week and unfortunately i didn't do too good this year um fell behind by a couple games and then had to take a risky pick in uh, georgia tech and nc state this past week unfortunately georgia tech let me down so Looks like I'm going to have to drink that uh, god-awful smoothie at some point. So I guess, uh, I don't know, we might try and put that on Instagram Live whenever we figure out when that is, just so you guys can kind of see my reaction because I'm sure it'll be interesting. But uh, Mitchell, I bet you're bet you're happy you don't have to drink that thing. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I escaped that one. After the hot sauce, I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't looking forward to having another one. So. Yeah, yeah, true. I guess that's right. You did have to do the hot sauce after uh, ping pong, but... Didn't have to do this one. I guess I'll have to take one for the team on this. But um, we'll have to get Cody with one too, so he can join the squad. Yeah, true, true. We got to figure something out for him. But um, yeah, you guys just stay posted to our social media, and whenever we figure out that that's going to take place, we'll uh, we'll let you know. But um, yeah, I'll get into college football a little bit here. Um, I'll start with Carolina. Um. So they got one more regular season game left. They're playing Miami. I honestly think this is like the biggest game of the season as far as the regular season goes for Carolina because the season's gone pretty well. Um, you know, there's seven and three, I think it is. Yeah. Two of those losses, you know, they probably shouldn't have lost. Florida State and Virginia. I feel like Carolina's better than them. They just Played really bad on those nights. Uh, the loss to Notre Dame, I kind of expected that. I mean, Notre Dame's one of the best teams in the country this year, so can't really blame them for that. But um, I feel like whether they win or lose this Miami game is going to say a lot about how they feel like the season went. You know, if you lose and you end up at 7-4, and four, you're going to be kind of looking like, well, you know, it was a pretty good season, but definitely could have been better. If they win, they finish at 8-3, and three, and, you know, they beat Miami, who's like – I don't know, number 10, number 11 in the country. They're going to be feeling really good about themselves and yeah. probably be feeling pretty good about how the season turned out. And, um, you know, winning against Miami might put them in the Orange Bowl also, which is, uh, you know, one of the bigger New York or New Year's Six Bowls, which um, yeah. I don't know when last time was Carolina played in a bowl that big. So 
Big time game coming up on Saturday. I'm hoping the Heels can get a win. I think it'll be a close game. I mean, it's two top 25 teams, so it'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Um, since Cody actually had to get off a little bit earlier, he had a few other things he had to be doing, so he's no longer with us for the rest of this episode. Uh, I know NC State got a win. I think they finished like 7-3, and 8-3, something like that. Uh, so pretty good bounce back year for Dave DeWarren, I guess. People were kind of wondering if he'd get fired if they had a really bad year this year, but I think they ended up doing a little better than people expected them to, even though uh, they didn't have to play Clemson or Notre Dame. I think they did get a slightly easier schedule since Cody's not here to defend that. I was just going to throw that out there. But um, I think Ohio State had a quiet season this year. Like, they quietly did well, you know? Like, yeah. Some years, you know, like, you know, you hear, you hear more about it, like, oh, like, you know, People talking about, oh, like, State's going to be better this year. Like, they got a good recruiting class or whatever. But they, they had a quiet, you know, 8-3 and three or 7-4, um, and four, whatever it was. But I think I mean, maybe that was due to COVID, you know. Like, mm-hmm. um, fans not being there. But, I mean, I think they did pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree with that. I think it was kind of a quiet, good record. You know, you kind of look up at the end of the year and it's like, oh, they actually did pretty good. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of, like, surprising, I guess. Um well, Mitchell, I know you said you didn't really want to talk about Duke football any. Do, you, do we just want to skip over that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> I think next year is going to say a lot about Duke football. I mean, you know, everybody has a down year here and there, but mm-hmm. you string a couple down years in a row, and then they start thinking about coach, coaching staff changes. Um, you know, Cutcliffe's done a lot for the program, but, like, I think he really does have to – he does have to do something next year. Like, if mm-hmm. Duke goes – Two and eight again, or two and ten, or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't guarantee that his job's safe at that point. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, or I guess I would put it, I wouldn't think he would go after two down years, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Um, mm-hmm. So he's gonna have to definitely, definitely improve next season. And I'm mean, sure you can blame COVID, but you know everybody had to go through COVID. Yeah, but I am. I am looking forward to the, the ACC championship game. Um, I know they Clemson and Notre Dame got to play earlier in the season, but I think I think I hope Clemson wins it. You know, for the ACC, I don't want I don't want Notre Dame to think they can just walk into the ACC and uh, grab the title real quick and walk out because mm-hmm. um, they don't have a conference. But I think I think Clemson's going to show up, and I think I think they're going to they're going to get L handed to them. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hoping too. Um, you know, we uh, we as a podcast are backing Clemson on this, pulling hard for the Tigers in the championship game. Um, you know, really, I've to me Clemson like I've never been like a fan of Clemson, but I've also never hated them. You know, they've, they've just kind of been like, all right, yeah, you know, I'll pull for them sometimes. Uh, I, I'll probably be pulling for them harder than I ever have in this ACC championship game for the exact reasons you said. You know, I don't want. I don't want Notre Dame to think they can just walk right into the ACC, win the championship, and then leave and never come back. You know, we we can't have yeah. that happen. So, uh, Clemson, you know, they should have Trevor Lawrence this time. I know they didn't last time they played Notre Dame. So, hopefully that is the difference maker, and hopefully Clemson can uh, get a victory and, you know, send, tell the show the Fighting Irish what the ACC is really made of. <laughs> hopefully so. We'll see. Yep. Well, you got anything else before we wrap up the show? No, that's it for me. All right, guys. Well, we will see you again here in a few weeks, I'm sure, and uh, we'll let you know when that uh, smoothie taste test is for me. We'll probably put that on Instagram Live or something. But uh, 
talk to you guys next time.